Arizona gets the backcourt recruit that it needs. What does it mean for this team going forward next year and after that? Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Arizona gets Jaden Bradley. We've been hinting at this here for a little bit. First of all, what does Jaden Bradley bring to the University of Arizona? And there's a lot. First of all, ex-five-star point guard, just to rehash a little bit, ex-five-star point guard, dropped uh, uh, six points, three assists this past year. Um, started 22 games for Alabama. Now I've had a lot of people ask me, they're like, well, you know, is he good? Because he only started six games for, uh, uh, or excuse me, he only averaged six points a game at Alabama. Yes, he's good. And there's a variety of reasons that he is good. But first, I don't put any of that stuff with Alabama against him because you need to remember that Alabama this past year was probably the most talented basketball team in the country. Now, they're also the most loathsome basketball uh, entity in the country, but they were the most talented one as well. And so you got to take that you got to take that one into account right there as to how much that means. Hold on, I lost my pen. All right. Now, back to uh back to uh um what we were just talking about here. I do apologize, but I need my pen for when I write. Or when I do the show. So then, so Jane Bradley is now here at the University of Arizona. Um, what does that mean? First thing it means is Arizona's got its backcourt set. You've got Jaden Bradley and you got Kylan Boswell. It's an interesting backcourt, um, but it's one that I think is going to be very tough. This past year, Kirk Creesa, again, Wish Kirk Crease had nothing but the best, but Kirk Crease had never really did anything to impress me um, and thought he was kind of that fake tough guy, mouthed off a lot and no, whatever. I'm not a fan of Kirk Crease. Um, then Courtney Ramey. I like Courtney Ramey, um, but I do believe that Jane Bradley's got a higher upside than Courtney Ramey, and that's something to take into account. But so what does this mean? Now you got kind of two bulldogs back there in the backcourt. Um you got two Bulldogs back there in the backcourt, and both of them are can provide different things. Now, I think at this stage in the game, we know that Kylan Boswell can Kylan Boswell can um, shoot the shoot the rock. There were a lot of times last year where you wondered why is he not playing more, um, and I do kind of wonder in Tommy Lloyd's heart of hearts. And again, keep in mind. Uh, Tommy Lloyd is the winningest coach in college basketball history through two years. And I am sitting here with a back VA thing and an Arizona thing and a shirt that I didn't put down behind me. So again, take it for what it's worth right there. But, uh, you know, um, but I do believe that Tommy Lloyd probably in his heart of hearts wished that he had played uh, um Kylan Boswell a little bit more thought the loyalty to Kerr was probably a little bit over the top, but whatever, who am I to say either way, let bygones be bygones as Snoop Dogg said to Suge Knight or said about Suge Knight one time. Now 
with uh, the rest of this, with the rest of the squad, there's a lot to look at. But how does this all factor in? Bradley is going to be a bulldog defender for Arizona. I feel that, and I feel that he's going to be a bulldog defender for a variety of reasons. First and foremost, this dude is, he's tough. You look at how he's built, and I know a lot of people are worried about the shooting and all of that. I or the uh, not the Alabama shooting, but a Jane Bradley shooting. He was thirty-two percent as a freshman, shot twenty, and only shot twenty-two times. That is not a that is not a a big enough sample size, and I definitely don't write people off because of that right there. So again, I think that you need to uh, certainly need to uh, uh, take that into account. Then. And let's be honest, Arizona just needed some Bulldogs. Arizona needed a few guys that just at the when the shot clock was winding down or, you know, just when they were going against other teams did get punked because, again, there were a lot of times last year where it just felt like Arizona would just get kind of punked at uh, um, in big spots. You can't have that. You can't have that anymore. You need to be able to. You know, just have a f- more physical brand of basketball in there. And I think that's what's going to be very, very enticing. And it also shows, too, that players can make the uh, the players can make the right decision. Um, sometimes it might take a little bit longer, but Jaden Bradley has come home and Jaden Bradley is now an Arizona Wildcat. Now, with uh, when it comes to uh, the rest of this squad, the, I think it's going to be fascinating because there is a – how does this play off now? Because you got your backcourt set. And I've always thought this too. If you're a big man, why wouldn't you want to play with two natural point guards? Because they can both get you the ball. You know, Umar Ballo, I'm speaking for you right there, big dog. But there's going to be some other guys that are going to play. Pella Larson as well. Pella still can't dribble. Um, so you got two guys that can dribble the ball for him, which I think is a uh, – which is a nice little thing right there. Now, um, Bradley also gives you a little bit of an insurance policy for Boswell. And again, I was talking with uh, Matt Muehlbach about this the other day. And again, neither one of these players are on the same stratosphere as the two players I'm about to announce, but it's somewhat of or talk about, but it's much the same, much the similar situation right here. Mike Bibby, Jason Terry. Everybody knew that Mike Bibby was going to be a two-and-done, um, or back in the day, he would have been a one-and-done now. But nobody really was terrified of that because you had Jason Terry in the mix. And Jason Terry would go on to be the National Player of the Year. You know, we did, we know what JT was able to do. That is something that if Kylan Boswell were to blow up, Jaden Bradley, I think, will be in that spot um, to, you know, alleviate some of the concerns right here. Um, and I think that's what's, uh, I think that's also what's kind of, uh, what's kind of enticing about this entire spot is that you have some insurance now, uh, you have some insurance now that, um, uh, you have, uh, you have some insurance now and here's where we're at. I think that now we're going to, uh, uh, I think now that we're going to be, at a spot where Tommy Lloyd is starting to figure it out. I love that Lloyd is getting this toughness in uh, toughness in play right here. And it's a good thing. Um, and again, it shows you too that I think that he knows that he needed to get a little bit tougher. Now there's going to be some other names that are going to be joining the show, joining the, uh, 
Um, the team can't really get into those names, but and as we all know about, there's going to be the d- guy or two from overseas. Um, we'll talk about the uh, the international recruiting aspect here uh, probably tomorrow when we're breaking down the rest of the Pac-12 conference. But either way, this is a celebratory day for the University of Arizona because of getting Jaden uh, Bradley. Again, you got to remember, this Arizona fan base has been beaten down a ton um, and beaten down a ton for, uh, I don't know, a variety of reasons over the years. Um, but Tommy Lloyd has come in like the white knight that he is, and I guess literally and figuratively. And what's great about though him is we know that he can coach. You watch him on the court and he's 66 and 11. That goes without uh you know, I don't, you know, that goes without saying that he is a very, very good coach. So that part is awesome. But I think a lot of people wondered, you know, what kind of recruiter is he? Well, we're starting to figure out that, you know what, maybe he's had some tough luck across the way, but he can still figure things out. Look at the 2024 class right now. You've already got Carter Bryant in the full top five national player. And you got Jamari Phillips, who's going to be a top 20 national player. In the uh, uh, when everything is all done now, the uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to the rest of this squad, then it becomes a little bit more. It becomes a little bit more interesting. Then now, how does Pella Larson uh, feed off of having the two point guards here? I think it's going to be great for Pella because again, what we like about Pella is that Pella's tough and Pella uh, is athletic and Pella's strong. Pella just doesn't have a lot of basketball skill per se. Um, the uh, Pella doesn't have a lot of basketball skill in that. Um, in that, uh, you know, he can't really dribble the ball much. We talked about he shoots his weird set shot, which prevents him from being able to come off screens and you know pull a Kyle Korver and shoot threes. He's not going to ever have that ability because of how he shoots. But he does do some good things, but he also needs people to get him the ball in the right spot. Now he's got two of those guys. So you got a starting uh, backcourt, or you got a starting perimeter now that isn't all of a sudden that bad. Kylan Boswell, Jane Bradley, and Pell Larson. That doesn't stink. That's uh, that's okay. Now, again, you got to be able to get another difference maker in there. There's no doubt about that. And when by a difference maker, I mean a guy a player that can average 14, 15 per game. Arizona's still got to get that. The work is not done on the perimeter, nor do they think the work is done. Now, up front, how's this going to work? Big Umar Ballo, leader of men, Umar Ballo. Um, what is uh, very uh, what's very intriguing about Big Umar is that, yes, he's going to play about 28 minutes per game, um, but... Now he's got another guy that can get him the ball. He's got another guy that can, you know, feed him the rock in the right spot and it's going to be able to tough and be able to make up for some of those deficiencies as well. And to be clear, I don't want to make it out like I'm making Jaden Bradley to be the best player that this world's ever seen because he's not. But this is a guy who, again, I believe has all conference upside, you know, within a year or two and is probably going to be a long-term player here at the University of Arizona. That's what we like about Jaden Bradley. Um, other than the fact that he also got out of that uh, cesspool of Alabama athletics. But a lot of good stuff to like about Jaden Bradley. Um, But, and how can he help some of these other guys? Because some of these other big guys on this team are a little bit limited, and he's going to be able to help them out. But first, 
We've got to talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is where it's at. Built Bar is you look for, you look at the biggest, strongest players on the teams, and you're probably going to say, man, what do they all have in common? Built Bar is probably what they have in common because, again, every workout fiend knows the, uh, the dilemma. Man, I want to go work out, but, man, I don't want to eat that pasty chalk. Built Bar says we are here to save you and to salvage this situation. And not only is Built Bar here for that, Built Bar embraces that moment. And there's a reason why it's uh, every the Built Bar has taken the nation by storm. And you can get it at your GNCs. I like the blueberry. Check it out. Um, but again, Built Bar, based out of Utah, where big, strong people are for a reason. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk about Jaden Bradley's impact on some of the big men besides Umar Ballo, leader of men, Umar Ballo. Now, a um, couple things to keep in mind right here. Uh, a lot of the big men that Tommy Lloyd is going to get are going to be a little bit raw because, again, uh, you know they're you know they're internationals. So it's very much hit or miss because sometimes an international comes in, he's able to play immediately. And then sometimes guys come in and they're not. International that was able to play immediately, Julius Tabellis. International that was not able to play immediately, um, Philly B, Adama Ball, Henry Vesar. So we're batting kind of an 0 for 3 right there as far as immediate impact, guys. But again, not holding that against Coach because, again, sometimes these guys just take a little bit longer to develop. But what also will uh, – uh, accelerate a big man's development is the ability to be able to uh, the ability to be able to uh, um, have a guy get you the ball in the right spot. You always hear this with the big man. I not, need to be able to eat. What they're saying is not figuratively. I need to be able to, or not literally. I need to be able to eat, but figuratively, I need to be able to eat. I need to be able to get the ball where I need to get the ball. Be able to do my thing. That's where. Uh, that's where it's important for guys to be able to, I mean, uh, have a have a point guard out there that can do that. And I think Big Henry is going to, uh, I think Big Henry is going to, um, uh, uh, you know, be able to help out right there. And not only will Big Henry be able to help out right there, or be, uh, I think Dylan's going to get some of this as well. Probably the international guy, probably a domestic guy as well. But again, everybody likes playing with point guards. So again, that is a big key right here in all of this. Now, we also got to give a big tip of the cap to Tommy Lloyd. We were tough on him here after the Ryan Nemhard thing. But again, um, Ryan Nemhard, very, very good player. He was obviously the priority guy, the guy that you wanted. Jane Bradley, I don't want to call him a consolation prize because he's not a consolation prize. But Jane Bradley is also... Very, uh, that this is the kind of guy that you want at the University of Arizona. Um, in that, again, I can't keep, keep saying this enough. He's probably a multi year player. Tommy Lloyd loves multi year players. Um, and uh, not only does he love multi year players, he, um, he is a guy who he is a guy that, um, you know, he likes multi year players and I think he likes continuity. By all accounts, Jaden Bradley's a good kid. Um, again, he's also smart for getting out of Alabama, that's for sure. But uh, Jaden Bradley's a good kid, and I think everybody's got to like what they see from him. 
Um, but again, got to give Tommy Lloyd a lot of kudos here because, uh, you know, Tommy Lloyd's been roasted a little bit, but like the good coaches, the great coaches, which Tommy Lloyd is the, um, the, uh, you got to have a backup plan. You got to be able to have a player that, okay, man, we didn't get that, but we got to be able to still salvage the situation here a little bit. That's what you like about having Tommy Lloyd right there. And that's what he showed right here with. Jaden Bradley, because Jaden Bradley, again, not going to call him a consolation prize because he's not a consolation prize. He's far from it. But um, again, if that's your second option, you're doing pretty well because you got to remember there's not a lot of coaches that can just kind of backdoor their way into a top 50 or a top, you know, X five star recruit. That generally doesn't happen. So again, tip of the cap to Tommy Lloyd on that one for making this happen because again, not a lot of coaches would have been able to do this. So you got essentially, I think, four starting spots put, or let's just say that Pella can't start again and he needs to come off the bench. Fair enough. But Kylan Boswell, going to play 30 minutes per game, 28, 30 minutes per game, probably more. Jaden Bradley, going to play 28, 30 minutes. Pella Larson, going to play 28 to 30 minutes. Umar Ballo, leader of men, going to play 28 to 30 minutes. So there's four spots right there where you got 28 to 30 minutes. Remember, you got uh, 200 minutes in a game. And just doing that off the top of my head, that's 120. So you got 80 minutes, 80 minutes that are unspoken for. Um, 80, well, actually, no, I, I, I lied about that. It would be, let's see here, 30 times five. It'd be 50 minutes that are unspoken for. Um, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on all this. My math's terrible off the top of my head. So again, you guys do the math out there. You got a pen. This pen is not going to be used for that. Um, but again, good stuff here for the university of Arizona. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk about what it means for the PAC 12 conference next and preview tomorrow. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, what does this mean for uh, uh, the conference going forward? We're going to talk about this in depth tomorrow, what the conference looks like. Right now, the two big dogs are going to be Oregon. The two big dogs are, are uh, Oregon and USC. Um, they're both littered with talent. Um, but again, both of these programs have been a little dysfunctional on the court in the past. So again, we're not, we're not guaranteeing them anything. But... You know, obviously, uh, Arizona's going to be in there. Arizona has to compete, in my opinion. Arizona's got to be able to get uh, into that third or fourth range. UCLA is much the same right here. That UCLA, uh, you know, doesn't have a lot of players on their roster. Arizona definitely has better uh, players on its roster right now than UCLA, and that's something to keep in mind. But, again... I actually think the conference is going to be decent next year because I think, again, Oregon, SC, I think are always going to be, or not always, but I think next year are going to be very, very good. And I look for Arizona to be able to, um, I think Arizona is going to surprise again. Tommy Lloyd has shown he can surprise. And I think you're going to continue to see him do that. But again, a very, very nice uh uh, pick up for the University of Arizona. Again, Tommy Lloyd, we're lucky to have him. And uh, this is just going to, you know, this is just going to keep going right here. So uh, I would expect a few more names here in the next couple weeks. Hint, hint, hint. But that's all you get. Um, but as always, you have a great, great rest of your Thursday. Zach Blackerby, if you're watching this, you have a great rest of your Thursday as well. I'm your host, Mike Luke. 
I'll be back with you tomorrow. Remember, we're going every single day right here. Back the A, bear down. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats.